Let's pray together. Lord, please uh, speak in ways that we can hear you. If there's anything weighing on us or distracting us, help us to lay it aside so that we can be attentive to you, our teacher and our Lord. We ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Jason, start your stopwatch because it's going to be three hours from this point. Yeah. The passage I want to preach from today is from the third chapter of the Gospel of John, and it is this. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. And the question I have for us today is, what have we gotten ourselves into? Or better put, maybe, what did our parents get us into when we were baptized? I once dated a girl in high school. She was Baptist, and, and she said, uh, you were baptized as a baby? I said, yeah. She says, well, at least your forehead's going to go to heaven. <laughs> and I had this beautiful image of all the streets in heaven being paved with Anglican foreheads, you know? <laughs> what does it mean when Jesus says that we, if we are going to have any part in the kingdom, that we need to be baptized by water and the Spirit. What is going on there? Um, being born again, because Jesus later says this is about being born from above, being born again does not stop with diapers and bottles. <laughs> that is good. Because I got really tired of changing diapers. I don't know. Can you? Re- yeah. We were done with diapers. But being born again is not about what happened way back when. It is about the life we experience now. And so the baptized life is one that is ongoing, forever learning and growing. And it's really, it's really something that, that the evidence for is in the steadfast expression of it day by day. Um, you'll probably be able to tell me who this person is, but a while ago, um, a, a consultant on the CBC, she did the, the gardening show on Maritime Noon. Does, do you know who I mean? Marjorie Wilson? Williston. She just resigned, right? She, she retired from the CBC. I'm sure they paid her a lot, too. Um, but one of the things she said on that last episode was, gardening is something you never stop learning about. It's something that you, you learn every single day. And I thought, that's great, because I know nothing. And if it weren't for Steve, I would I'd just have a lawn back there, nothing else. But it's, it gave me encouragement, because it's something that we continue to do. Learning to follow Jesus doesn't end. It is something that we, we start as a child within our tradition, and it's something we carry on until the day we die. And uh, I, one of the things that, that I hate is when people say, well, we got to go get the baby done. <laughs> I hate that expression, right? Go get them done. Go get her done. We're getting them begun. And it's really about immersing them in the life of faith that is expressed in the community of faith. It's something that we learn together. And so, Jason, I'm really excited for you today as you begin this, this, this journey because it's not about today. It's about the days to come as you walk in deeper intimacy with Jesus. Um, I was reminded this week of, of a story I heard a long time ago about reconciliation. And it was a story about a, an Aboriginal grandfather talking to his granddaughter. And he said to her, Um, I feel as though there are two wolves fighting in my heart. One is vengeful, angry, and violent. 
and the other is loving and kind and compassionate. And the girl asked him, Grandfather, which wolf will win the fight in your heart? And he answered, the one I decide to feed. And I'm like, oh, that gives me chills, right? We can allow ourselves to be uh, shaped and affected by so many things around us. And the thought life we have, if you have like a scenario in your head where you wish you play over again a conversation or a fight you had with someone, and say, oh, I should have said that, or I should have done this. Um, that's the kind of, of feeding the wolf that wants vengeance and wants to be one up on someone else. And I want to take this story a, a step further. It's not just which wolf are you feeding. The question is, what are you feeding the wolf? Because for the Christian, we are to take Jesus at his word seriously, that his flesh is true food and his blood is real drink. We are to be so filled with Jesus and his example and his way that our lives begin to look not just like a, 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 a nice behaved wolf, but like Jesus himself. And that's what we are called to learn to do. Uh, Tom Wright, um, <laughs> when he talks about being born again, he said uh, something like, I lost my birth certificate. That's really annoying. But a better proof that I was born is that I'm here today in engaging with other people, right? That's the sign of life, not a piece of paper. The piece of paper is good for getting a marriage certificate or your passport. But other than that, it's kind of useless, right? The fact that we are here now. And so the question for all of us, which was asked by Dallas Willard, is this. How would Jesus live were he me? How would Jesus live were he me in the circles that I am in, in the place of work where I work, in the neighborhood where I live, how would Jesus live? And so how will I in response to that? For Nicodemus, who had this conversation with Jesus in the dark of night where no one would see him go to this rebel rabbi, he went and he, well, for him, birth really mattered because he was born as a son of Abraham. That was the most important thing. He was born into the right family and he had all the privileges because of that. And Jesus says, don't put the cart before the horse. Doesn't matter what family you're born into. First and foremost, you are a child of God. Will you live in relationship with your heavenly father? Because that's what counts. Jesus refers to this second birth as being born from above. And to live as a baptized follower of Jesus is to live in the Jesus way. It is devotion to Jesus that goes beyond any other thing that this, the, our society says, this is what should define you. For the Christians to say, Jesus is the one who defines me. And we do not do this in our own willpower, but by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. So Jason and all of us, but especially Jason, three things, okay? Keep your eyes on Jesus. Nowhere else. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And so that means reading the story together and learning his way. Um, pray every day and say, I want to know you more. I want to reflect your love more. Simple prayers that just invite the Holy Spirit in. And the final thing is to ask, how would Jesus live in this moment? And to be mindful of his presence with you and his direction for you. That's for all of us too. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for your goodness.
And we thank you that you have, regardless of where we are born in this world, you've invited us to be part of your family. So Lord, inspire your church, build us up, encourage us that we may be agents of light and healing in this troubled world. And Lord, we pray that you would bring your healing through the church and let us be the blessing you've called us to be. And so bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name do we pray. Amen.